It's the example that everybody brings up in podcasting. The great Joe Rogan. And there isn't much to learn from Rogan. Unfortunately, I explained that in a video and it ruffled a couple feathers, but we're going to get to it in a minute. This episode goes into what you can actually use from his strategy that works and that will work for you as a content creator or podcaster. So I hope you enjoy this episode of The Ryan Sullivan Show. I'm Ryan Sullivan, founder of Podcast Principles. We help people launch podcasts that people actually want to listen to. So let's dive into the secret of Rogan's success and what that means for you. My last Rogan video ruffled a few feathers and people got a little fired up in the comments because, well, you know, they didn't actually watch the video. But secondly, they thought I was talking about Joe's podcast. And let me clarify, there's a secret to Rogan's strategy that nobody talks about and a stat that nobody ever mentions. But first, Joe Rogan's podcast strategy works for him. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. If you can train kickboxing, work at a gym, do stand-up comedy at night, land a sitcom spot, then land on a large reality show for millions of people to see you, become a UFC commentator, start a podcast in your basement, stream it on Twitch, partner with Fleshlight, stream it on YouTube, do that for 15 years, and eventually sign a deal with Spotify for $100 million, then yes, Rogan's strategy can and will work for you, but you're not going to do that. So what does work? What will actually work? Let's get into it. Rogan has overtaken the podcast market. We've analyzed this in other videos and found out that he gets over 100 million downloads per month. This is about 40% of the entire monthly podcast downloads that exist today. Rogan is massive in this market. We already know that. But we have to look at the dark side, the flip side. And there's a secret marketing tactic that Rogan uses. On top of that, there's a stat that nobody ever talks about that I'm going to talk about today, but it's going to come a bit later. Rogan's success did two things for podcasting. Among many others, these two are the obvious ones. The first is that he motivated a lot of people to start great podcasts. You have Andrew Huberman, you have Tim Ferriss, you have all of the great podcasters, your favorite comedian's podcast, and his example of what Rogan's influence has done. But number two, it's also made a lot of terrible podcasters, right? And this gets to the stat we're going to talk about in a little bit. These podcasts are created by your uncle or your cousin, or that personal trainer friend from high school who has a little too much ego. We all know this person. Rogan's show motivated a lot of people to make terrible podcasts. David Goggins motivated a lot of people to make pretty uninspiring inspirational videos. And now, if you're following the fitness industry on YouTube, Sam Sulik has made it possible for a lot of people to pull up their iPhone and record themselves working out in hopes that they're going to give somebody advice. But as we've seen and as we know, just because one person does it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. There's inspiration, there's emulation, and then there's outright copying. 
And obviously, we all need some of this inspiration to get started. I wouldn't be here making podcasts if I never watched Rogan. But expecting to copy his entire format and style and thinking it's going to work for me is just not accurate. It just is outdated. But today, we're going to look at what actually does work in this new podcast environment. And this is the thing that nobody talks about. It's not that Rogan's strategy doesn't work. It's that no strategy works. Why do we know this? Well, over 70% of podcasts fail. When I say fail, I mean that they stop. And in a 10-year span, probably 90 to 95% of podcasts are just going to die. They're just, they're just going to be left there for nobody to listen to with no new episodes. Rogan is the outlier of outliers, and I don't even think he truly knows how he got this successful in podcasting. But let's flip it back. What can we take away here? What can we actually learn from this that we can apply now in 2024 and beyond? The main takeaway is marketing, but in a very specific way. This form of marketing that Rogan used to blow up his show is called repurposing. This is taking clips from the podcast and then posting the short versions of it on other platforms. He didn't even do this first. It was actually other people who would take clips of his podcast and post it on YouTube before he did, before he started his JRE Clips channel in 2017. Now, once he started this channel, taking clips of his podcast episodes and putting three to 10-minute versions on YouTube the podcast absolutely exploded. And we know this because we can literally see the millions, probably hundreds of millions of views on these clips. So if there's something to learn here, it's that Rogan's strategy did work. It does work, but it's not going to help you by trying to dissect it from day one to now over 15 years later. What is going to help you is what works in the modern landscape. For Rogan, it was short clips that were easily digestible. Most of these people will never and have never watched a full episode of his show, but that is still success, and that is something that you can do. The evolution of TikTok has made it possible for these 60-second micro versions of content to be shared amongst millions and, at this point, billions of people. So that is the marketing tactic that I need to give credit to. That is the thing that I can glean from Rogan's success is that if you have something, right, if you have no followers, you know, no audience, even if you have an audience in the hundreds or thousands, creating a podcast and then breaking that up using something like this strategy, if you're watching on the video version right now, that is something that will work for you. So I will correct my previous video. I will correct my previous statement and say that Rogan's strategy does work, can work, and will work. But it's not the entirety of the strategy. Neither me nor you are going to become this person. So what we do have to do and what we can do is look at what works in the modern time. And that is taking something like this, like you're watching or listening to now, breaking it up into shorter clips and posting it on social media. I do this every single day. I've made over 100 clips just from this podcast. And that has allowed me to not only gain hundreds or thousands of listeners, but also to gain tens of thousands of followers. If you're looking to start a podcast, if you're looking to create something, sure, emulate, but you don't want to copy. You want to use the tactics.
tactics that are within a bigger strategy. And that's what we've been teaching people to do for five plus years. We have hundreds of podcasts to prove it. We have testimonials, you name it. These people have actually done it and it's possible for you to do it as well. So if you're looking to get started, we have another video that explains exactly how to do that. It's five video hacks, essentially five easy ways to get started doing this without launching your podcast yet. That is probably going to come later. Once you have a small audience built, then you can deliver a longer form content just like this video, this podcast, this series that will then be broken down into clips that people can consume. So in 2024 and beyond, the future of content is not looking at the creators that have already made it, but dissecting the tactics that can work for you and implementing them in your own strategy. My name is Ryan from Podcast Principles. We help people launch podcasts. So if you're ready to take that next step, the link is in the show notes or description of this video and episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, my name is Ryan Sullivan from Podcast Principles. We release these every single week and we'll catch you next week.